Welcome back to Taverns and Caverns, my friends. Last time, we battled a barbed devil after it attempted to persuade us into making deals for wishes. I do not know if the monster was capable of even granting such wishes, but it is a good thing that none of us accepted, especially since he served Tiamat, the draconic goddess. Even back home in Shimara, dealing with such evil forces is forbidden. Luckily, we were able to survive the encounter, however, we did not find what we are seeking. So our journey continues into the higher portions of the ruins. But before we continue, please sit and have a cup of tea with me, my friend. Episode 31, Chained Threat. Welcome back to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your DM, Haphazard DM. And last time, the party just finished destroying a barbed devil from what we remember. And if you guys remember, there were four stone-like tables with runes on them that were summoning little demonic creatures known as lemurs. And our party was able to figure out that destroying the runes on the tables would stop those summons. And they were eventually able to kill the barbed devil, which was asking them if they were there for the bargain. Luckily, nobody agreed to the bargain. Damien almost did. But thanks to Eddie R, Damien didn't do it, right? <laughs> A shame. <laughs> but we will go ahead and continue our episode there from there. Party has not had the opportunity to rest right after that battle. They did have a long rest prior to that battle. But with that, the party is standing in that bottom floor alone and to themselves. What are you guys doing with yourselves at this point? Uh, we haven't rested at all, right? Not at all. Oh, Lord. Well, we already took a long rest, so. Yes. So at this point, you are probably going to want to find the other two. Because remember, before you entered this room, you were in the hallway, the corridor that split into two different paths. And Camaros and Averis went to the, I believe, the left path. You guys took the right. And they said to meet back at that path once you finished searching whatever was in the room. Well, if anyone would like to assist me in taking this painting off the wall and hiding it before Camaro sees it, you're welcome. Why would I want with a painting? So he can't have it. It's what you deserve for leaving us here, to fight that fight alone. I'm sick of those bastards. They're always bailing when shit gets rough. The Ito looks at Damien. Uh, excuse me, Damien, but didn't we not agree that we would share the, the, the treasures evenly? Not treasure. That's some finger painting that he seems to think will sell for a lot. I want to see for myself. This is a different room, right? We're not in the same room that had that painting. No, the painting no that's why I'm trying to leave. Yeah. Oh. So you guys heading back to the corridor then where the, the fork splits? We didn't, 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 didn't go and do this. it. We didn't check out this room, right? I know. I'm just more concerned about not, myself. Ignore not me. the treasure in this room, which was a in the chest. There was a, a javelin. I, I guess yep, javelin. Call it. There was a javelin. And if you remember, all around the room, you had those vines that were spread all around the walls and into the floor. They were pulsating with liquid and yeah, they're going yeah, yeah. red. Those are still pulsating. But I thought we were in a new room now, but I see. Oh, no, yeah. no, not yet, not yet. I got you. where the map is for now. Just make sure before they get back to the painting, we do. For now, Jamie and rubs his hands like Birdman. <laughs> There'd be more treasure in here somewhere, more than just a stank old javelin. Let's split up, gang, and look for clues. And by gang, I mean everyone but Eddie are. I'm going with Thelma. 
by everyone but me. But you're gonna tell. Damn. It's too late now. I already know your plan. <laughs> stop telling him, man. <laughs> He's right. It's all right. So um, I guess I would like to roll and start looking around. In the room you're in right now, as far as where you fought the barb devil. No, whatever this room is, we're in now. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to go to this room after yeah, this we do that. Brian, we're just confused because we already moved. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I yeah. know, I was confused too. No, I want to get out of this disgusting room. Okay, yeah, the, the map that you guys are seeing right now is, is the co- upcoming map. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, we're looking at something you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at their demise. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so... Uh, are you guys leaving the current room you're in, or did you want to look around a bit more? Mm, I mean, I think we should probably go meet back up with Kemeros. What if they found something really cool? They were not, they're not going to tell us about it. Yeah, but that's why we have to go find them first. Well, we got to get out of them. Yeah? I don't know. I'll I'd like to... Anything else. <laughs> yeah, I was looking around the room. I do not believe there is anything else for us here. I would prefer to leave this creepy room as soon as possible. Someone's telling us to just get out of this fucking room. There's nothing here. That is correct. I'm <laughs> hearing a voice in my head telling me that it's time to go. I mean, there are some pulsating vines. and I don't want to turn this podcast to a hentai. I <laughs> <laughs> <That> laugh. <laughs> okay, then we go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They're going to be walking away back towards the fork in the long corridor that you guys previously were in, where you rested at. If the party follows, uh, which I'm assuming you all do, you guys get back to the fork in the long corridor. And as you guys are returning, you see both Aviris and Camros waiting for you at the fork. Past them is the painting that Damien wanted to get. And Camrose is waiting for you guys there, and he has his dagger in his hand, and he's just, like, throwing it up into the air, catching it, playing around with it. And as he notices you guys coming back, he goes, well, it took you guys long enough. What'd you find? Well, 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 if it isn't who we needed 20 minutes ago. Why did you need us? What, What did you find? I don't know, some demon who wanted to make me rich beyond my wildest dreams, but of course, Eddie R stood between me and fate. <gasps> but that's besides the point. We've defeated them without you. Nothing new. Oh, well, it's a good thing you didn't take the deal if it's coming from a, a, a demon of some sort. I mean, I didn't say that. I will be dead. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. I'm a, I'm a man of treasure, and I love gold, but, you know, you can't reason with these demons. They're like genies, right? You say you want something, they give it to you, but in a way that you don't expect. So it's probably a good thing you didn't take it. I'm assuming the holy man here stops you, right? Right? I know a man yes. like you can't, can't fight the temptation, Damien. <laughs> you don't know a damn thing about me, Damien. What starts walking up to him. I'm sick of you. Whoa. Why? Why so rude? We're friends, right? She's just aggressive. Listen, we found these like, it's like pulsing and um, kind of like an octopus. Are there octopus in this room? No. Octopi? No, no, no. You're still in the corridor. There's no, no I know they're not in no octopus in this room. I'm talking about the weird tentacle things. Oh, the vines? Yeah. If I say it looks like an octopus, are they going to know what that means? No. 
octopusing. <laughs> he looks at a sundra. Okay, cameras, cameras. It's like um, you know, shut up. You know the um, <laughs> you know, like on the mind flare thing that killed my parents. You know their mouth like that, but it's like pulsing. We found that in blood. Like tentacles pulsating. Yeah. Yes. It's not my first language. Don't make fun of me. Like all over the room. <laughs> yeah, like, like something weird was going to happen. Yeah. Don't take our word for it. Go back and see. Oh uh, no, I believe, I believe you. And uh, there's probably nothing in there, anyways. I'm assuming you took all the treasure that was in that room, right? Yeah. I mean, do you like javelins? Because I don't think any of us care about that. A javelin, you say? Oh. What kind of javelin? I don't know. Who cares? Like a javelin? I don't know. Let me see. Well, wait, so, whoa, whoa, not so fast. <laughs> can I get a better look at that painting? Yeah, by all means, you can go look at the painting. And by look, I mean take it for myself. Whoa, I said it was mine. We agreed on this earlier. I don't remember that. Thinning, you don't even like art. Shut up, Asundra. <laughs> See, that is not even like art. true. You don't like I, art, so why would you take no, it? The only no. reason you're interested is because I said it would sell for... <laughs> Gold. No, no, of gold. <laughs> oh, my daughter made me a macaroni art, and I put that on the fridge, and it's been there for like three years. I love that shit. Well, I love. That's it. fine if that's your daughter's art, but her art has nothing in comparison to the one back here. This back here, he's pointing behind him, back towards the corridor entrance, towards the sewer room. That art back there is art of history. This art goes back. 2,000 plus years ago is my assumption. It collect me a lot of gold. And it has nothing in comparison to your daughter's macaroni art. Let's be real. You've seen her daughter's macaroni arts? I have not. Dare you! You could be the next Picasso. Who? Who? Who's Picasso? <laughs> they both said who? <laughs> my daughter Maxine is beyond talented. She has more talent in her pinky finger than you and Averis combined. And I have a question for you, since you're such a uh, art connoisseur. Who who painted that on the wall? Do you even know who painted that? No, but from my experiences, they usually initial it somewhere on the painting or behind the painting. So I wish to find out. I just didn't want to do it before we searched these two rooms that we just did. So, so you assumed it was valuable. Oh, yes, of course. We're in these ruins from 2,000 years ago. Maybe the demons just liked this painting that their daughter made. Look, I have nothing against your daughter's macaroni <laughs> or whatever you want to call it artwork. <laughs> I'm sure it is magnificent, but it's not going to fetch me, Camaros, the great treasure hunter, thousands of gold like that possibly can. So, it is not thousands of gold worth. I mean, psh, seriously. And if it is, good luck getting it out of here because it's mine. Oh, okay. Well, we will split it. But first, let me see that javelin you found. I don't think I believe you about splitting it, but you can see the javelin. David yeah. hands it over. Okay, so he looks down at it and he's going to inspect it. I'm going to make a roll here for him. He is an arcane trickster, so he has some knowledge of the magic. He looks down. Oh, my dear child, this is just not <laughs> no regular javelin. There's magic attuned to it. Did you not notice this? Yeah, I was just testing you to see if you did. Now give it back. No, wait, wait. Don't you want to know what it is? I rolled a 19, damn it. Can we? Oh, share. Yeah, share. Share what I know, but uh, they don't know. They, the rest of the group deserves to know. <laughs> he rubs his chin. <laughs> my dear friend. 
you can get a pretty pretty gold for this. This is a javelin of lightning. It's a magical weapon. I'm assuming if you hurl it, lightning will come from it, my assumptions. But it is definitely, yes, just like that, by the fury of the gods that do not exist in this world. (laughs) (laughs) So what, you throw it, does it come back like a boomerang, or you have to walk all the way over there and get it? A boomerang. It probably comes back to you if it's a magical javelin. Javelins are known to be weapons you throw, right? So if it's magical, I would assume whoever attuned it with the magic would assume that it would come back to your hand, I'm assuming. Uh, we could test it. It seems like a lot of assumptions, and you know what they say when you assume, Camaros. Yeah, that's true. How about you test it on the next, uh, on the next thing we fight? Hmm? Sure. But that's a pretty one, so I might want that when we leave, depending on what you guys, what else we find. No, no, uh, stick with your finger painting. Oh, I like this. But uh, <laughs> let us describe what we found in our little room. We had no fights, luckily. We were pretty lucky. We just came across a really dank, nasty, moldy room that had, dang. you know, a little bit of treasure in it here and there. Uh, Averis, you will tell me what we found? Uh, Averis pulls out from her bag a little pouch, and she drops it on the floor. There was some gold and a really fancy bag that I would call a bag of holding. (gasps) And in this pouch here, which is the bag of holding, I'm going to assume, has about 300 gold in it. What? Do you know what a bag of holding is? It's a great treasure item to stumble upon. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) This bag of holding can hold up to 500 pounds within it. There's like a whole different space within this bag. You can stuff people in it if you really want it to. (gasps) We can put Eddiar in it so when he's fucking loud when we're trying to sneak. 500 pounds. Eddiar, how much do you weigh? That was messy. You know, you weigh no damn 500 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I am wearing chainmail, so. It's true. So it's okay. a clown car. I could put a lot of meat in that. No, we can put the art in it when we need to sneak and he rolls like shit. I can put my shield in it. I want it. You need Eddiar <laughs> <laughs> wants this. <laughs> well, it's, again, there's 300 gold in there that we found scattered across the room. And this bag of holding, I personally already have one and so does cameras. So we are willing to give this bag to one of you. But we'll split it once we're done searching the entire ruins. We have a Fair enough. Okay. Split what? The gold? The treasure. We will start divvying out what we find once we have it all. Instead of divvying it out to everything we find as we find it. That's fair enough. Yeah, just to make sure it's safe, I'll hold the gold. Now let me reattach myself to my hip. He slides closer to Camros. <laughs> Camros looks at Nomu. Ah, feels like home. I didn't know you uh, leaned that way, Nomu. <laughs> I am leaning on your hip. <laughs> That's what I mean. I didn't know you were like that. He doesn't understand. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's okay. I'm totally down for that. I go both ways, you know. Both where? Huh? Both ways. I've never been with a tabaxi before. That'd be interesting. I'm standing next to you now. Okay. You're with a tabaxi. That's what I just said. No, but you're married. There's no way you don't know about sex. Hmm? Are you married? No. <laughs> I'm about to say. No invite? <laughs> He's been living in the woods. 
We could have been doubling this whole time. <laughs> you don't know what that stuff wait. is. No. Oh. Damien sticks his chest out and looks in the imaginary mountains. My mission in life is to find Nomu, another female tabaxi. <laughs> Why it gotta be a tabaxi? It can be a feline species. It could even Why be a Why does it have to be a feline species? Fine, no, Nomu, what do you feline. like? What's your type? I prefer milk. <laughs> well, you can't have intimate relations with milk. They that come with milk. A what now? They come with milk. Sometimes. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes. That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna search over here. He you doesn't want to be near weird. you anymore. <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> I don't know why I think Nomu had a wife. I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> Remember I showed you that picture the other day and I was like, it's Nomu's wife. And you didn't correct me. I don't Damn. Know. Can you guys hear that? What? Oh, she stopped. Scott was doing like her weird hiccup thing when she sleeps. Oh. <laughs> she goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Silly dog. All right. So Canros points back towards the painting and back towards the sewer, the sewage room. All right, well, I guess we have searched all of the basement areas and the lower floors. How about we go back up to the top and go upstairs where that weird, creepy robe dude with the chains went up. Are we ready? Yeah, you first. Oh, yeah, sure. I, of course I'm first because uh, as I'm leading the way, I'm going to just yank this painting off the wall and I'm going to put it in my bag, <laughs> in my bag of holding I know it makes no sense physically, but look. Look at this. Wait, who got, giant who got the painting. bag of holding? Oh, I have my own already. No, I mean, who got the one that you guys found? Averis is holding it. Averis should give it to one of us. No, you're going to divvy it up when you're all done. You already explained. We're going I to know we already explained, but it's useful currently, so we should just have it now. Sundra has made fair points. Uh, if you can fit the whole. <laughs> if you can fit the whole painting in it, we kind of need it, right? What did Eddie R say? I said, Averis, give it to me then. Averis takes out the bag. All right. I mean, they obviously don't need it, so. She gives it to Eddie R. All right, let's get going. We've wasted too much time here. God, no, you're not talking. And she's going <laughs> to begin walking off. But Camrose, as you guys pass the painting, he just takes it off the wall and he puts it in his bag of holding. And you see this large rectangular painting just disappear into this tiny bag of holding that he has. See? This is what it can do. Pretty cool, right? That's super cool. Yeah. Like Harry Potter. Yes, exactly. But anyways, let's get going. Loose Lucy could do that. Who? <laughs> <laughs> We're not special. Uh, is that like why she's time. called Loose Lucy? This is Here the you time you have spoken of this uh, Loose Lucy. You still have not told me who she is. I, we don't know. Words don't do her justice. <laughs> Did we meet her? I can't remember. No, she wasn't at home. Yeah, that's what I thought. We don't know her. She just owns a place. Y'all don't know her. <laughs> All right, Damien knows her. <laughs> she's, she's become legend at this point. <laughs> and rightfully so. Well, I don't... I've never heard of this loose Lucy, so she's not that much of a legend. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> well, you're just robbing yourself of a good time. Whatever you say, macaroni... Man, Macaroni. all right, let's go. Gasp. So, Averis and Canros begin to lead the way back towards the main room upwards where you fought the Chimera. And as you guys enter the main hall where that giant cauldron was in the center of, it's still there. And that red ooze that was like boiling within it is still in the cauldron. 
but there's the stairs north of that main room heading upwards, which is where that robed man or woman walked up. And as you guys continue upwards to those stairs, you come across a fairly large room. You see in this room, there is a large brown, extremely old walk walking carpet that's heading northwards up another set of stairs. And in this giant room, you see there are several statues that are broken. There are pillars. Half of them are destroyed. Very little light coming through from the walls from outside. But in the center of the room, you see there are all these candles that are lit. And right past these lit candles, there are two treasure chests on the very end of the room. And there is a closed wooden door. Two doors, actually. In the very northeastern section of this room. But as you guys are looking around, it looks like this is probably where the soldiers that once were stationed here back in the day probably met and had meetings regarding who knows what. There are several tables scattered around the room. Chairs, wooden chairs, wooden tables. Half of them are destroyed. It's a really messy room. There's not much going on. And I know you can see that there's four different little corridors in this room on the map, but don't pay attention to those. Those aren't there. <laughs> All right. But as you're looking around, um, you just see those doors and some treasure chests and a bunch of statues. So what does the party do at this point? I'd like to roll and start looking for treasure. <laughs> I want to check out those statues. So you want to do like an investigation check? Yeah, preferably. All right. Go ahead and make some investigation Ooh, checks. 17 ain't bad. Okay, so are you walking upwards towards the lit candles and the door to the northern section of the room? Yes, but not completely because last time I walked into a trap. That's true. So I'm going to kind of hover by the stairs a little bit. Okay. I do see the treasure from here, but I'm not approaching it just yet. Eddie come back me up. I'm scared. <laughs> Fine. Eddie comes over to where Damien is at. What do you need help with? Uh, can you open that box? But what's in it is mine. Unless, of course, it's a better use to you. So with, with the investigation of 17, Damien can see that there are two separate tre uh, treasure chests that are both closed. They don't seem to be locked. But also, as you're looking around that, uh, along the northern end of the room where the candles and the treasure chest and the door are, you also notice there are a couple tables there's one next to a statue over to the left side of the room, and there's another table next to another statue to the right side of the room. But the two statues that you see that are standing there in the same area that you're in seem to be the only two statues that have not been destroyed or at least smashed to pieces in this, in this room. And as you're looking at the two statues, uh, you can... See, they look similar to other statues you've seen before. I would want Ediar or Damien to make me a religion check. Let's see. Religion. That's shocking for me and very shocking for him. Yes, <laughs> 20 for Damien and 7 for uh, Ediar. So you need to go back to church. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to give Ediar a advantage to this because he is obviously a cleric and he would personally – most likely know at least one of these statues. So 
he has the advantage of 24. So you both can see these two statues. They're both pristine still, but you can see that they have markings all over them as far as when I say pristine, they haven't been destroyed in any way, but they have markings and this red like dried liquid that was sketched all over them. But one of the statues you both know is definitely a statue of the goddess Solaris, which is Ediar's goddess that he follows, which is why I gave him advantage on this. And that is the statue on the right of the room. The other statue to the left, near where Nomu is walking, is a statue of the god of strength, Armas. Both of these statues are standing tall, and they both have weapons. And the statues, however, when I said they have this red dried, like, text all over it, you can see someone or something has written all over the statues in a language that I don't think either one of you know. Do either one of you know Infernal? No. No. Okay. So there's language words written all over these statues that neither one of you can read. And also with that 17 investigation, along the walls near the door, there is also text scribbled all over the walls near the doorway that are also in the infernal language. You just don't understand it. Does anyone else know infernal? I don't think so. Not at all. Nope. Okay. That's the so, Camaros. Yeah, so mm. Camaros and Averis, they both know infernal. I just wanted to know if any of you guys knew it at this point. Um, also, Yaito, I don't think he knows infernal either, which he does not. So... But you see all that text, but I'll get to the text in a moment. So with you seeing the two statues and the two chests that have been untouched, there are the two tables that are next to each statue. Each table has, looks like paperwork rolled up on each one of them. What do you do? I want to take a look at the paperwork. All right. So uh, you, investigation. Uh, no, you, you can see it's there. You're oh. right next to it. Um, you're just gonna, it's a, it's a scroll that's tied up. Um, I'm not gonna unroll it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's, it's an old parchment like paper. It's a little crinkly as you, uh, when you pick it up, but Mm -hmm. if you don't unroll it, then nothing happens. Um, you just pick it up. Yep. What's everyone else doing? Hey, isn't that your like God? Yes, it is. In rock form? It's a statue. So yes, Jimmy, she's hard for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was disrespectful. Go say hey. I'll wait here. Anyway, I was going to kneel down in front of the statue and pray for a bit while everything else is going on. Okay. So he kneels down in front of the Solaris statue. As that's going on, Camaros is going to walk up the flight of stairs to the second area that you guys are in with a virus. And Camros is looking around as well as Averis. And Camros is going to speak up. Ah, interesting room. Seems like there's only one way to go is through those doors. But do any of you see what's written on these walls and on your statues that you're praying to, Eddie R? That chicken scratch? No. Yes, the, the chicken scratch. You can't read it? <laughs> It's an no. it's in a Tell language us. known as infernal, which is not too surprising considering that you just fought a barbed devil. But some of this stuff is interesting. Care to know what this says? 
Tell us, oh Swami. Yeah, go ahead and say something. What does it say? Well, it's not really my thing. I'll let Averis do it. This is kind of her thing. I think that turns her on. You know, the whole history shit and all that stuff. I'll let her explain it. Right? So y'all just speak demon like it's nothing? Averis <laughs> looking around the room, and she's kind of ignoring Camrose, but she holds her hand up to her chin as she's rubbing her chin with the right hand. And she looks at the text on the wall first, and she's going to step a little closer to that door as she's reading. And she goes, this is quite interesting. It's all in Infernal, which is, uh, it's a little surprising, but not too surprising. The, this one over here explains that it says the false gods lie. I wonder what they mean by false gods. This one over here that's scribbled all over this Solaris statue that you're praying to, it states... Curse the false gods of the sun and strength. Hmm. And this one over here on this other statue of Armas, the god of strength, it says, the raging fire is forever. Sound familiar? The raging fire? That these, are, good. these are clues that I wanted to come across. These are interesting. Remember the story I told you about Zandos, the Raging Fire? I'm assuming that's what this Raging Fire is referring to. And that one over there. The Raging Fire shall return and burn the false gods along with their followers. <laughs> Camros is chuckling. That doesn't sound too good for you, Eddie have you ever heard of this kind of talk before, Eddie? That's the call. It seems to be that these, whatever wrote this in Infernal, I'm assuming demons, devils, that's what they tend to speak in, are calling your gods and goddesses the false gods. Have you heard of My god is definitely not false. So I don't know what these, whatever that was, was here. I don't know why they wrote this. Well, my assumption is. They hate your gods and goddesses, which is obvious <laughs> here. And if Averis is talking about the exact, if, or I'm sorry, if this is talking about Xandos, the raging fire, uh, about being forever and uh, um, returning, that means we're in deep shit. <laughs> How would he return? Averis looks at Nomu. That's a good question. Solaris and Armas as the story goes, destroyed him, and he fell in the Greythorn Forest to his death. That is why I am here. As a historian, it is my duty to track these kind of things. And these clues, this is actually more than I was expecting to find here in the Goldberry Keep ruins. We should continue further. That robed man or whoever might have answers for us. And I wouldn't touch the markings on the walls or the statues just to be safe. But these doors up here, I'm assuming, are going to lead us to that robed figure. However, we should be cautious about opening them. There might be a trap. Damien, <sighs> you're good at checking for traps, right? Hell no. I can pick the lock. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is my job, my dear. Not in this group, it's not. Damien I'm the burglar. Locks, I'm the I... criminal. I'm the scumbag. Know your role. 
<laughs> oh, then you want to go head up and find out if there's any traps up there, Missy? No! Averis looks really smart and crafty. I haven't seen her lift a finger since we've been here. Averis, go prove yourself. Damn. <laughs> I don't think that's her thing. She looks at Damien. You obviously don't understand in the ways of magic and how I fight. I am not a physical combatant, as, you, as you've seen. And I would prefer to stay away from any doors that might have traps on them. So that's why we also partnered with your group, you know? So just gang up on the most normal, regular old Joe here. Oh, by all means, you don't have to be the one. Nomu can do it. Nomu could do it. Uh, Do you want me to do it? She can do it as well. I don't care who does it. I'm just not going up to that door yet. What are we doing? What's with those treasure chests? Yeah, did we open these chests? Yeah, I asked Eddie R too, but then he started, you know. Well, if no one's going to open the chests, don't... No, don't you dare. Camros is putting his fingers together, like, kind of like moving them back and forth, like Mr. Burns. Uh, no one's going to move towards the left chest and poke at it with his sword. All right, nothing happens. All right. He kicks it. <laughs> <laughs> open it! Nothing All right. happens. All right, fine, I'll open it. He, uh... Opposite link style. (laughs) (laughs) As you open the treasure chest, you look into it. And when you look into it, you find that there is a shield. Ah, what do we got here? Oh, a shield. Anybody want to look at this? Oh, I'll look at it. Let me see. Come here, hip. That didn't seem so bad. Damien, feeling confident now, goes over to the other chest. (laughs) (laughs) Opens it. All right, Damien opens the other chest. And as Damien opens the other chest, he looks down and finds nothing. You know what? (laughs) I really just feel like this entire structure of a building has it out for me. (laughs) Meanwhile, Camros looks at the shield that Nomu is looking down at. Uh, Care if I, you know, take the shield and see what it can do? Oh, yeah, sure. Eddie, are you don't want to look at it? I'll take a look at it. Here I handed it to Camomile. Camomile takes the shield and he's looking down at oh this shield is one dirty shield. But <laughs> but it's a little rusted. But it also has a little thing a little special thing to it, I think. Let me roll my dice. Yeah, it does have something special to it. Yes, it does. What is it? It is... Uh, he knocks on it with his fist a little bit. It is... I believe... I could be wrong. We'll have to test it. I believe it is a shield that requires attunement to somebody. It is an arrow-catching shield, if I am reading the, the scripture correctly on the back of it. Arrow-catching ah. shield. So I'm assuming it helps you when arrows are being shot at you in some way. Sounds like something Eddie R over there would be interested in. Is this something you want, cleric? Of arrow catching, you say. It requires attunement to a particular person. Once you attune it to yourself, it won't work for anyone else. I am interested. Does your current shield have magic attached to it? I do not believe so. Are you awake enough to see it? 
What's that beeping? Oh, oh my God, it's a bomb in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and put the shield in my little bag of holding. And then once we leave, you can test it out. See if you want it, huh? Sure. All right. Canros puts it into his bag, and then he's going to look at Nomu and the rest, or Asundra. So are you going to go check that door or not? Do you want me to open it? Take the new shield. Wait, Senior Dragon over there. Yeah, I can open it. You're Pseudo Dragon. Okay, fine. I guess I send it Mario over to, like, fuck with the door. She tries to open it or push on it. Mara's not able to open the door. Can she do a, 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 a like a perception investigation perception? Yeah, I do investigation if you want to see if there's traps involved. Tell me what's in there. Twenty-four. Amara all over the door, and with a twenty-four, Amara's not able to find any type of trap that's attached to it. But Amara can't open the door. Fuck it. No one's just gonna open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Open says Nomu. Kick it open. Nomu goes to open the door and it does not budge. Nomu, I thought you were strong. Hey, what's up with this door? He's jiggling the handle. Is it locked? (laughs) All right, so Averis is watching and she's kind of just studying. Interesting. So the door won't open. Is it because it's locked magically or is there something else we have to do? And she's looking around. Well, there is something we may have to do to all to open it. There's another little scribble along the wall here that says that in order to continue, the gods of the sun and strength must be destroyed. I wonder what that means. Are they asking us to destroy the statues? That could be possible. Nomo's not doing that. Oh. Why not? If that's what we have to do to open the door, then... Something doesn't feel right here. Is anyone else willing to destroy the statues? Yes. I would prefer not to. I got that Resident Evil vibe, man. Resident (laughs) Evil puzzle coming. (laughs) Uh, Well, if this riddle is... I'm assuming it's a riddle that is telling us what to do to continue is to destroy the gods of strength and the sun. I'm assuming we can't physically destroy those two gods, but there are two statues of those exact gods standing right here in front of us. I mean, they destroyed everything else in this room. Those are the ones left standing. Why? Okay, I want to Eldritch Blast that one. Which one? (laughs) Damien decides to Uh... jump in this empty casket to hide. Does that matter? I don't know. I'm almost going to step away from that door. Which one's which? The right mm-hmm. is Solaris. The left is Armas. Well, it said you have to destroy um, strength and sun. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess it doesn't matter. Okay. So you're going to Eldritch Blast. Solaris. Make Eddie R sad. Okay. Ah, damn it. I guess I'll go to the other one. Because <laughs> you didn't do that. Eddie R, we have to do something. What do you want me to do? Well, let's do strength first and see what happens. And we'll see if we can spare his uh, rock lady and go from there. All right, fine. He uh, puts his hand up, draws a sigil. Sword burst. He's going to uh, use sword burst on the statue. Okay. And what's that do again? 
Uh, give me one second. All right. Um, I create a momentary, a monetary uh, circle of spectral blades and that sweep around me. Each creature within range, other than you, must succeed on dexterity saving throw or take one d6 force damage. For me, it's two d6. Okay. So go ahead and roll your two d6 damage. All righty. Two d6. Six. <laughs> All right. So Nomu casts sword burst on the statue of the god of strength, Armas. And the sword burst begins to destroy parts of the statue and chunks of it fall to the ground. As that happens, nothing changes in the room. So it would seem we have to destroy Solaris as well. Ediar, I know you follow this goddess, so we won't have you do it. But While he's talking, I'm already blasting shit out of my hand. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and do the damage of your Eldritch Blast. I already did. It's 13. Oh. Jeez. How do you destroy the statue of Solaris? Eddie, are you sad? I'm sorry. Eddie, quit falling asleep. I'm not asleep. Then why are you so quiet? He's thinking about sleep. killing us in our That's, sleep. He's fucking sleep, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the statue of Solaris. It explodes from the center, and it shatters all over the ground. And as Solaris is destroyed, and parts of Armas has been destroyed, the walls have these glyphs that begin to light up on each side of the room at the exact same time. One glyph on each, either side lights up at the same time. Every second, a new glyph on each side of the wall lights up. Like a countdown. Um, is that things off? What's going on? Damien sits up out of the casket like the Undertaker. Is it done? Uh, try the door. Oh, good. And hurry. Damien crawls out. All right, all right. I try the door. The door still does not open, but the glyphs on the wall continue to light up every second. We were had. Oh, boy. Yeah, is looking on. around. Well, this can't be good. Nomu draws his blade. Can I? I don't know. Is there anything going on? Any magic that can be sensed? Like anything we can roll to kind of feel if there's something more ominous going on? You could Since probably we... make a Arcana check if you if you are skilled in Arcana or proficient in it. Meh. Asundra. I don't think I'm. Proficient in Arcana. Oh, I am. Damn. Okay. Nice. Dude, I'm so fucking smart, even though I grew up in the woods. Holy shit. Asuna tries to sense if there's any magic involved with what's about to happen. And Asuna can't sense anything of danger, really, with the magic, but she's not sure. Obviously, the runes that light up every second, there's definitely magic involved in that, but she doesn't sense anything too dangerous i don't really understand it but i, I don't know it doesn't seem like it's going to do anything bad cameras is looking around well, it's obviously a countdown or something because every second a new one is being lit um, are we about to die uh maybe we should spread out i know i should have took that money so what's the team doing before the countdown over these glyphs all become lit so i'm gonna get behind this um this piece of this wall. All right. Yeah, I'm going to 
take cover as well behind. Because I trust Cameros because he is inside the DM. All right, so where's that guard? The glyphs, like, next to the door? or the, They're all you... around the room and the walls. What like, if we scratch them? can't see the glyphs until they're lit up. Oh, damn. Um, well. I'm going to take a step away from the statue then and just, uh, just going to wait. <laughs> okay. All Do you right, want me so. to give you a spider climb? You can wait again on the ceiling. No! <laughs> <laughs> so the glyphs continue to light up every second. And as soon as one minute hits, the last glyph lights itself on the wall. And as that happens, the doors slowly open inwards. Sound like mystical. <laughs> Yep. It opens in towards us. <laughs> opens inwards away from you guys. Um, uh, Damon, after you. What? Cameros is the one acting brave. Also, you got the shield. Uh, I- I'll take a look. We're not too close. I'll back you up. He's going to take a peek into the door. Okay. That's now open. Make me a perception. You got it. Oh, that hot fire. Oh, <laughs> That 20. 25, yeah, 25 total. So as you look through the doorway, there is a staircase past the doors, a spiraling staircase. It's about five feet wide, so only one of you can go each time at a, or mm-hmm. at a time. And as the spiraling staircase goes upwards, you can't really see, I mean, what's up there because it's a spiraling staircase, but you see all around the walls going upwards, there is light, which seems to be from torches or candles, a flame that's lighting the way. But as you're looking up the spiral staircase as well, you find that there are some tattered pieces of cloth along the stairs leading upwards. But that's all you can see. Uh, someone lit these candles. Um. He's going to tell him about the spiral staircase, and then he's going to slowly make his way upwards. All right. So as he slowly begins to make his way upwards, is anyone following him? Or is everyone following him? I am, but I'm a couple steps behind. <laughs> Not too close. All right. Averis and Cameras are going to make their way towards the door, and Averis is just going to kind of look around. Well... I guess it was just a countdown to when the door was to be opened, possibly. Kind of put a scare on all of us, did it not? Pretty funny, actually. Um, So let's continue. I want to see what these infernal language scribbles possibly might mean. Prepare yourself, because I have not seen that robed figure. He's probably waiting up above for us. Yeah, he's no longer wearing the robes. (laughs) So as you guys... Make your way up the spiraling staircase. You come across the highest point, at least that you can make it to in these ruins that have that has not been destroyed yet. So down below of the map that you guys are on, there is another map. And I want you guys to go ahead and put your tokens on the new map. All right. Let me scroll down. All right. So as the party makes their way up towards the spiraling staircase, and they eventually reach the highest level of the Goldberry Keep ruins. They enter a room. And as they enter this room, they all can see there are six pillars 
in the center of the room, all spread out evenly. On each pillar is a torch that has been lit, lighting this room. At the very northern end of the room, the party sees a stone table. Along this stone table, there is a purple drape or cloth-like material that's spread up all over the table with candles on top of it. And next to this table is standing the robed figure with its back to the party. And as it's standing there, it stands silently. And the party, what do you do? Or what does the party do? Does he see us? His back is to you. So the assumption is he probably doesn't see you at this point. Yeah, I'm just going to roll that stealth. <laughs> Good roll. Get that he hot said, fire oh. in. Okay, so. That's 26. Me, I want to roll as well. Man, okay. there's like nowhere to hide in this room either. Meh. Oh, it's hey, pretty shadows. room. What'd you say? There's got to be some shadows somewhere. All right, so all around the room as well, there are some cracks on the floor and some pits that you could possibly fall through. So that's going to be labeled by this darkness on the map. Yeah. Um, but Who built this? The <laughs> stealth of 26 for Nomu and 16 for Damien. You guys are kind of staying in the shadows, kind of. Hide behind the pillars. All right, so you're going to move up behind one of the pillars? Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess right here is good. Okay. Damien, where are you moving? Okay. Yeah. All right. So as you enter, Camros and Averis looks. They both look around. And Camros just lets out a sigh. Oh, it's going to be one of these, isn't it? We're going to have to fight. I can already see it coming. And Averis looks around. She doesn't see any scriptures like in the prior room. But the robed figure standing there still has its back to you. And it goes and begins to speak. But it oh. speaks in the infernal language. But it can telepathically speak to everyone in the room as well. Oh, no. No, I don't want to talk to you. And as the party enters, the figure speaks out to you individually, everyone, to, uh, using its telepath abilities. You have come to seek answers of the raging fire. You will not find such answers here. I will give you one opportunity to leave now. Turn around and leave, or I shall devour your very souls myself. Oh, you know, it drives a hard bargain. You know, I didn't want to be here anyway. <laughs> it is a very persuasive argument. <laughs> <laughs> the man's a politician. Should we leave? <laughs> Averis and Camros are looking at the road figure, and Averis just has a smile on her face, and she shakes her head no. I am sorry, but we are not leaving. Whatever you have, the knowledge you hold, it will be mine, whether you like it or not, demon. Oh, God. Nomu draws his sword. <laughs> And as she says that, the robed figure slowly turns around. And as it turns around, it allows the robes on its body to drop to the ground. And as it does, 
you all can witness a medium-sized devil standing before you. And on the body of this devil, which is very humanoid-like, it has no clothing. But all around its body, hiding most of it, are these long barbed chains. And as the chains are wrapped all around the body, the loose ends that are dragging on the ground slowly begin to become animated as if they were like snakes. And they spoke for these chains slowly begin to slither around in the air around this devil or demon, whatever you want to call it. Camros just has a sigh again. He lets out another sigh. Uh, this is what we call a chain devil. Be wary of its chains. It can do you much harm if it grapples onto you. We're in for night. So at this point, if you guys are all going to stay for this fight, I need everyone to make an initiative roll. Oh, God. If we're going to stay, we can leave. <laughs> if you uh, want to leave, that's up to I ain't leaving. I want that beautiful box back there. <laughs> Uh-oh. That shit look luxurious. So everyone make a roll. It look like a Crown Royal bag box. <laughs> <laughs> Purple with the gold trim. Crown Royal. All right. So one second as I am putting everyone's. Let's roll for the NPCs. All right, so the initiative goes as Eddie over the 19, followed by the NPCs, followed by Isundra and the Chain Devil, and then Nomu and Damien last. So with that, the Chain Devil, he has both of his chains uh, swivering around all around him, and he just glares at the party with these light yellow eyes that you can see past the chains on his face. I will warn you one last time. You will not seek and gain the knowledge that you have come for. The raging fire is upon us and there is nothing you can do. You are too late. Ediar, you have the first go. What do you do? Eddie is going to make the very dumb mistake of running up on this dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see how far that is. And then I will cast uh, Sacred Flame, which will be a deck saving throw. Okay. And the, uh, he has to pass the same DC of 15. All right. You said it was a dexterity? Yeah. All right. I got 14. Okay. The damage will be 2d8. All right. So 8, I'm assuming, is like uh, holy damage, right? Uh, pretty sure it's uh, radiant, yeah. Radiant. Okay. So the chain devil takes the 8 radiant damage. And it just hisses slowly, but nothing too major. doesn't seem to hurt it that much. Does, De- uh, does Eddie R do anything else? Um, nothing else. All right. The NPCs will go next. The Camros, he is going to roll a stealth, and he's going to make his way around the room. And 
Averis, she sees the chain devil and she has knowledge of devils and demons and there's something she knows of but she's going to step forward slightly and she's going to hold a hand out and she's going to attempt to cast a spell roll my dice and she will attempt to cast a spell however it does not go off and she kind of just glares at the devil briefly Yaito comes up a little bit and he moves forward and he takes out his hands and shoots a flaming bird to attempt to hit the devil. And he does, or as he does, the flaming bird flies towards the devil and it smacks the devil straight in the face. But it appears that nothing happens. Isundra, it is your turn. Are we really going to fight this dude, you guys? <laughs> Is that, is that really what we're doing? I was asking, man. Seems to be the general consensus here. I was thinking about running, but no one else said anything. <laughs> is this really what cameras and them want to do? Avirus really wants the knowledge. She wants it. <laughs> she wants it. She's, um, well, she's kind of hot, so I, I'll go in. <laughs> All right. I'm scared. <laughs> Oh yeah, you don't have to roll to hit that, but it's a, it's a um, is it a deck saving throw? Okay. I think. Wait, did I make it up or is it a con? I think it's a Constitution. Constitution saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna roll. Shatter, shatter. And why'd you roll twice? It's because he has an <laughs> advantage on this. The chain devil rolls. Con saving throw, and I was able to get a 21. No. So is that happening? And... Yeah. Okay. Wait, what's he made out of? I know, he's, he's flesh. Never mind. <laughs> um, he takes on a fail save or half as much damage. Yeah, so, and then I think he's going to do another. Yeah, 1d8, so it's 4d8. What? <laughs> Damn. 13 damage and he will take half. How? On 4d8. How? This happened last time. <laughs> How? <sighs> so he takes half of the 13 since he made his save. And as you, sh you shatter, you see your spell go off and the shatter barely does much to the chain devil and he's just staring directly <sighs> at you. It Sorry about not. that. That was an accident. <laughs> Damn. The chain devil looks at Edyar who rushed forward and the chain devil raises its hands. And as it raises both of its hands, chains begin to move all around the floors that are around the room. And it summons or it basically animates chains all around the room. Here, here, no. Here and here. Can you guys see that? See those? They're kind of Yeah. Dark. There's one here. So are they extending out? Yes. So the chains that have become animated on the floor, they begin to slither around like the chains that are on his body, as if they're being controlled. No. And the chains are now moving about, 
and the devil takes one step forward toward Eddie R. And as it does, two chains fling out towards Eddie R to attempt to attack him. And one chain flings forward for 18. Does that hit you, Eddie R? Look. <laughs> I'm assuming that does. <laughs> All right. So as the chain swings forward, these chains, as well as the animated ones, all have barbed edges, and they're sharp and extremely deadly. The first chain that hits ADR, it's going to hit him for 11 damage. And as ADR takes the 11 damage, he becomes grappled as the chain wraps around his body. I said block. Oh, you blocked it? Yeah, 19. Oh, oh I thought you got hit. No, right. Me too. So the first chain is blocked, but the second chain comes for, oof, 26. I hit. That one will hit for 11 damage then. <laughs> and Eddie R becomes grappled as the chain wraps around his legs, moving upwards. The chain grapples him. And as that happens... The animated chains that have become animated, they begin to slither around the room. And one moves forward and flings upwards at Nomu. Ah. Attempting to attack Nomu for 22. Yep. Nomu will take damage. And he will take eight points of damage from the chain. Oh, my God. And as you take eight damage, it begins to wrap around you, grappling. I'm sorry, it doesn't grapple. No, it doesn't grapple. It just does the damage. This I take it they can just see through stealth. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, this chain lashes out at ADR, or um, Yaito, and it does damage to him as well. Five damage. And the chain here lashes out at a virus. Luckily, it misses. She's able to sidestep it. But the chain animated here comes towards Damien. No! It jumps up at Damien for 21. Doom! Uh, wait, can I use Uncanny Dodge on that or just uh, an attacker? Well, Uncanny Dodge is your reaction, right? Yeah. Getting attacked, you can use Uncanny Dodge. Uncanny Dodge. <laughs> and what's that do again? Uh, it halves the attack's damage. Okay, perfect. Then you will take three damage instead. Uh-oh. I already halved it for you. But, thank you. All right, so Eddiar is grappled, and that is the monster's turn. Nomu, it is your turn. Oh, dear God. Um... <laughs> Jeez. Uh, he's <laughs> he's going to move up a little bit. Actually, no, there's a chain right there. He's going to use Blade Ward. Instead, he's going to draw a sigil in front of him. Blade Ward! Okay. I take, uh, I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage to, okay. uh, to the end of my next turn. Nice. All right. And then I'm going to use. My second wind. All right. Because I got that back. (laughs) He takes a deep breath and gains the HP back. Okay. Perfect. That's that's my turn. 
All right, Damien, you're up. You see these chains moving around the room, animated, as if they're ready to strike. What do you do? And you mm. also see Eddiar, who is now grappled by the chain devil. Oh, goodness. Um, I am going to shoot my short bow right at him from where I'm standing because I'm scared. <laughs> okay. No! Oh! <laughs> All right. Ah! You shoot your short bow, and the arrow just, it goes to hit the chain devil, but its extra chain just smacks the arrow away. You're unable to hit with an eight. <sighs> I'm sorry. He hides back behind the stone. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, no, I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay. All right. So that's top of the round. Eddie, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw because something is happening because you're starting your round 30 feet within the chain devil. Oh, no. I remember our other session this fighting this guy. So as Damien starts his round, he sees that the chain devil's face begins to shift and it begins to attempt to change into something that Dame or that Ediar can see or that knows of, but with a twenty-three wisdom safe, it does not work on Ediar. It attempts to shift its face into someone that Ediar knows, but it doesn't work, and Ediar can see through it. But Ediar, you are grappled. You can either attempt to escape the grapple or do something else if you can. But while you're grappled, you are considered restrained, which means you're unable to move, and attacks against you have an advantage on you. I will and attempt to escape you have disadvantage if you attempt to uh, attack or uh, attempt to use a dexterity save to escape. So you can attempt to escape the DC using a athletics strength check or a dexterity saving. Is it athletics check uh, for dexterity? Yep, either strength or dexterity. You can use your athletics or your acrobats to escape. Let's see. But because you're restrained, anything that's dex related, you have a disadvantage on. I'm going to try and strength for athletics. Okay. So go ahead and make your athletics check. So you got a 14. Yep. All right. So with a 14, Eddie you are able to escape the chain. You are just oh, to force God. your way out of the chains with your action. So you still have a bonus action and movement. Uh, Eddie is going to move closer towards this siphon. Okay. All right. Then, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, really quick, before you do that, since you started the turn also grappled, you take grappling damage from the chain. One second. You only took one. Okay. Uh, don't think I have a bonus action to use, so I'm just going to pass my turn. Okay, so you passed. All right. The NPCs come up. Camros just continues to sneak his way around, attempting to get closer. In Averis, she attempts to cast the spell and with that she's actually able to hit and she's casting what's called chill touch and she does 2d8 necrotic damage to this beast for maximum damage actually so for 16 mm, nice 
And as that goes off, the necrotic like magic appears on the devil's body and it just flickers and it just does a little damage to it. And the chain devil seems to be untouched. Yaito sees the chain in front of him and he holds out a hand and he's going to attempt to attack the animated chain that's right directly in front of him. Oh, he's able to critical it. Nice. Nat 20. Whoa, nice. He does 2d10. And he does 16 damage to this chain right in front of him as he shoots a firebird right into the chain. And with that, Isundra, you see that everyone is battling these chains and people are trying to get closer to the chain devil. What are you doing? I'm going to leave. I'm going to run away. You're going to run <laughs> I'm away? Just I'm just kidding. I'm gonna run away. Damn. How fucked up would that be, though? I'm out. Bye. Can we attack? Can I attack the chains? Yeah, you can attack the chains. They're animated object objects, so you can attack them. They're like stuck on the ground, though. No, they can move around. Oh, yeah. they're not anchored to anything. Nope. Seems busted. Who's stuck? In, is Damien in one right now? No, no. just Nomu. What's Nomu's little sigil mean? Symbol. Oh, that's my uh mage armor. Oh, I thought you were fucked up. Okay, I'm not worried about that. I'm gonna come. Here, okay. What am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm upset with that shatter thing. I'm very upset, Ryan. Sorry. Blame roll you're, twenty. You're not sorry. Okay, I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use my, you know, like I'm like Goku, like I have one move or whatever. I'm gonna <laughs> use my Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Fuck. No, I'm not. All right. So an eleven. Were you attempting to hit him? I mean, I was. Okay. Your Eldritch Blast, it zooms forward, and it just disperses as soon as it hits the chain devil, unable to penetrate his defenses. Alright. Well, I'm going to put Hex on him then as a bonus action. Okay. Is that, I forget, is there a saving throw on that, or no? Um, or is that just automatic? So... You place a curse on a creature that you can see within range until the spell ends. You deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to target when you hit it with an attack. Also choose one ability. Oh, also I can choose one ability when I cast the spell. The target has a disadvantage on ability checks made by the chosen ability. Is there like a good one that we all know of that you guys need him to fail? All right. I'm going to put a red circle for hex. There we go. Bonus action, Reva Cursed. I guess I don't really need Constitution, but is there like a. What's Eddie R use? Eddie R, what do you use? Uh, like, like Saving Throw Wise? Yeah, for like for him. Uh, probably Dex Saving Throw for like That's, the most common yeah. stuff. Okay, Dex. He has disadvantage on Dex. Okay. He has disadvantage on Dex. All right. That's uh, all I got. What's his turn? So the animated chains, they continue to assault the closest ones towards Ew. And this chain swings again at Nomu, attempting to attack Nomu. And it rolled a 12. That will miss Nomu. Miss you with that. This chain <laughs> attacks Yaito. Yaito. That one, it actually misses Yaito as well. Yaito just jumps to the side, dodging it. This chain swings at a virus, attempting to swing. It misses her as well. But this chain moves forward around the pillar right next to Damien. And it swings up at Damien. 
And that is a 19, Damien. Did I hit you? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it does. So <gasps> for that, it does two sixes for seven damage, I'm... Damien. <sighs> What's wrong with you? And this attempts, as it hits you, it is able to spiral itself around Damon, and it now has you grappled. No! And the chain devil, seeing Eddie R come up, looks, slowly turns its head at Eddie R, and it looks at him. You think you will do damage to me, holy man. You think wrong. And the two chains swing up at Eddie R, as Eddie R is right next to the chain devil. The first one will be for 17. That misses. The second one, however, is for 24. That will hit you. For 12 damage, Eddie R. 12 damage? Yes, sir. Fucking us up. And it does not move. It stays where it's at. Nomu, your turn. Um, Nomu's going to step around this pillar, just five foot, and he's going to brace himself. And stick his arm out, aiming towards uh, the beard, uh, what is it? Chain Devil, whatever uh, his name so is. So as you do that, uh, make me a wisdom saving throw because you're within 30 feet of him. Yep. All right, where we at? Oh, boy. That's flat. Damn! Oh, nice. natural 20. Mm-hmm. All right. So Nomu looks at the Chain Devil, and its face begins to shift into someone he knows, but it doesn't work and you are not affected by this reaction that it has. Well, right now he's aiming at, he's aiming at the, uh, the devil, like Vegeta versus Cell, asking to take this head on. You see a uh, lightning crack around him, and he's launching Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt! All right. Wow, quit stealing my spars, dude. I only have like three. <laughs> <laughs> so a 22 will hit. All right. This is 1d12 lightning. Let me get my d12 here. I said one. There we go. Nine. Nine damage. Your lightning strikes the chain devil, and it does damage to it. Or not. Take that and such. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no. <laughs> okay. So with that, Damien, it is your turn, but you are grappled. You're considered uh, unable to move. From the chain. Am my hands free? You can attempt to escape or attack the chain that's grappling you. Is there a lock on it or is it just chains? It's just a chain. A long chain that is wrapped around you. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to hmm, use my sword, I guess. My short sword, Flame's Kiss, to see if I can... I would have burned myself, but... I guess it's fine. I guess I can try to release myself. Okay, so with you being uh, basically restrained by this chain, uh, you have disadvantage if you attack it. Since it's difficult to hit it. (laughs) Tis true. Man, I wish I had a lock on that so I could just pick it. (laughs) (laughs) So can you Uh, escape it or attack it? Um, I mean, what what would I roll to escape it? You'd have to make an escape DC save. So you can either use your dexterity, which would be your uh, um, acrobat acrobatics, or you can use your strength DC to try and break free. However, if you use your dex, you are at a disadvantage. Okay, so 
I don't have much strength, but my acrobatics is decent, so we're gonna go with that one. But you have the disadvantage, so just so damn it. So you have rolled a 10. 10. Yeah. All right. So Damien tries to break free from the chain, is not able to. And since you're starting your turn still grappled by this chain, you will take damage. No. Five damage. No. Damien starts shaking his chest like he's doing a fucking mamba dance. Get off of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, you can't move. But you still have a bonus action if you want to try to do something with your bonus action. I'm going to use Master of Tactics to help. Um, who's after me? It doesn't matter. I'm going to give it to Eddie R. Okay. Um, and you can at- it gives you advantage on an attack on a creature within 30 feet rather than 5 feet. Okay. All right. With that, Eddie R., it is your turn. Eddie R is going to use, let's see, uh, let's go with Inflict Wounds level 2. Alright. So. Nice. That will hit. Okay, then damage, let's see. Should be 4d10. Trash. 12 damage. <laughs> as soon as you rub it off of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So your inflict wound is able to harm it for 12 damage. What else do you do? Uh, I bunker down and hoist up, hoist up my shield and go into three-fourths cover. Okay. NPC's turn. All right. Let's see here. So, with that, Camros continues to try and get close. He comes around 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. All right, he's able to make it. Camros from the shadows, he charges towards the chain devil. And he shows up right to the side of it. He attempts to swing down at it with his rapier. And let's see if he hits. He has advantage as well because ADR is five feet from him. So his original one will miss, but the advantage roll, uh, he misses as well with the advantage. Damn. So Camros comes from the side with his rapier trying to pierce the chain devil, and as he does, a chain on the chain devil swings upwards and smacks his rapier away, and Camros just looks at the chain devil, <laughs> well, touche, and he's not able to <laughs> hit it. But because he used his max movement, he can't use a bonus action to retreat like he normally does, and... Averis seeing the four chains and one being wrapped around Damien, she just gets annoyed with it. And she's going to make five or ten feet steps backwards. And she's going to let the chain in front of her attempt to hit her to escape. And it rolls a natural one. And she summons four minor-like fire meteors that begin to swarm and float around her. She creates this spell called milf uh milf minute meteor milf 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 m-e-l-f m-e-l-f milf you ruined all our fun ryan i was like (laughs) milf Milf. (laughs) i'm like go on (laughs) right a big titty mom comes in like what's up (laughs) dexter's mom Melf's Minute Meteor. So she summons six tiny meteors within her space. And basically, 
these six tiny meteors are floating around her body. And as a bonus action, she's able to send one or two outwards to attack. And she sees right in front of her the two chains and then one that's grappled around Damien. She sends two of them right here to do damage to the two here. And they have to make a dexterity saving throw. Who One rolled two and the other rolled a nine. So they both fail. So as the meteors slam into the ground, anything within it that's five feet around has to make a DC save or take fire damage. And because they both failed, they will take nine damage. So this chain that's close to Damien, not the one grappling Damien, takes nine fire damage. The chain in front of Yaito that attacked him, it explodes. And that chain is destroyed. Nice. <sighs> the other three chains, though, are still fine. One still grappling Damien. But with that, Yaito looks over and he sees that Damien is grappled and he attempts to attack the chain that is grappling Damien. And he shoots out a firebird at Don't him. you hit me! And as he does, he's able to hit and he's able to do... <laughs> Six damage to the chain here that's grappling uh, Damien. Damien's eyes are closed so tight. (laughs) Yaito's looking at Damien. I will not hurt you, my friend. I am attempting to free you. And with that, Isundra, you are next. Wait, it didn't work? It it did damage. It didn't destroy it, though. Mm. You're still grappled. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to try to get... um, Wait. Is Nomu grappled too? No. No. Oh. Did he kill his? No. No. It's right here. <laughs> oh. I thought there were two on this side. There was, but Averis destroyed the other one that was next oh. to Nomu. Got it. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one that's on Damien. Okay. Now I can roll. roll 20. Oh. That will hit, so do your damage. For 13. What the fuck? The chain that is grappling. Uh, Damien, it takes 13 damage and the chain begins to crack, but it is still up. Very oh my god. Up. I didn't even melt it? Nope, not you were very close to it. We need that melty chain <sighs> shit. No shit. I need a new spell for melty chain shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you doing anything else? No, that's it. I forgot I put hex on that dude. I probably should attack that dude. But All right. It is now the monster's turn. The two chains that are still free, one slithers towards Nomu, and it attacks up at him. For 19, does that hit you? Yeah. That will do 10 damage. Oh! The other chain comes around and wraps around the pillar, and it has Nomu surrounded now. And it gets advantage with you being surrounded. Will a uh, 20 will hit you. Yes. That will do 11 damage. Oh! The chain that is grappling Damien, it does not do anything. It keeps itself grappled. If you start your turn, Damien, you will take damage. So it can't do anything but continue to grapple. Meanwhile, the chain devil has two of its chains attack ADR yet again. And ADR, I rolled a 15 plus the attack bonus, so it will have a 23. That will hit you. Yikes. And the second chain attempts to attack you, and that rolled a 14. That'll be a 22. 
and that will hit you. Oh. Uh, right? Did those two hit you, 23 and a 22? Yep. All right. So the first chain does nine damage to you. Second chain will do 10 damage to you. So 19 total damage. And you are now grappled again, my friend. Get her off me. Nomu. It oh. is turn. Oh, boy. Nomu was hurt. He can't really do, any, do much, so he's just going to swing uh, at this one. All right. The righteous great sword. The one that was damaged by Averis. Yep. Uh, since it's still nighttime. Oh, there it is. The one on the right. All right. 26. To do your damage. The damage. Uh, let's see. 2d6 plus 3. Give me a second. There we are. 13. Nomu slams the righteous greatsword down at the chain, and you deal slashing damage, right? Yep. All right, so the chain is hit, and it shatters, falling to pieces. Get the hell off me! And he swings at the other one with extra attack. Must be nice, cat. <laughs> All right. Get the hell off me! 24, that will hit to your damage. Um, there we are. Reroll that. 14, 14 damage. 14 damage. It's still up because this one has not been hurt yet. All right. Nomu, are you moving? Um, no. I'm going to block the, sh uh, the chain from Yaito. Okay. All right. Damien, you start your turn grappled, so you will take damage. You will take, um, let's see here, 10 points of damage. What for? They squeezing my nipples? Yes. Uh, <laughs> squeezing your neck with the, them. <laughs> with the barbed sharp areas of the chain. But it is now your turn after taking 10 damage. You can attempt to escape again or attack it. Bruh, I'm only at 9 HP, so I'm going to roll a, a strength save, I guess. I, I might kill myself. Oh, okay. Mm, weak. Strength save of 13. So you attempt to break... I try to bust out of it. Yes. And <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. With, uh, 13, unfortunately, you were not able to. Damien's about to just pass out from exhaustion, disappointment, and embarrassment. <laughs> All right. So, Damien, you take that damage, and you're still grappled, unable to escape. Are you going to... Do you have a bonus action you can do anything with? Um... Because you can't move while you're... Yeah, Master of Tactics. Uh, and who would like it? Anyone specific that needs an advantage on their attack? Well, you guys have been rolling fire. So, yeah, I'm going to just give it to Eddie R again. Okay. No can, you, can you give it to yourself for a saving throw? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. Eddie R, you start your turn grappled. So you take damage. You will take nine damage. Nine damage, you say? Yes. It is now your turn. You are grappled or restrained. You got advantage, though. I am down. Oh, shit. Oh, Eddie R is unconscious. Fucking Did we waste. Even hit this fucking dude? The Damn, I fucking wasted it. Around Eddie R, begin to tighten around him, and Eddie R feels himself being pierced by the barbed chains, and he fe uh, feels himself 
qualm conscious. I didn't know he had chains on him. Oh, yeah. All right, NPCs then with ADR being unconscious. The uh, Camros, he sees ADR just fall unconscious, and he takes out his rapier, and he attempts to pierce the demon or devil again. And this time he is able to do so, and he swings a bonus action to attack him with his dagger. Unable to hit with a dagger, but he will do damage with his rapier, and he's able to do 12 points of damage. Averis, seeing that Damien is struggling, she sends out... Actually, before she does so, Yaito is going to shoot his Firebird at the chain, as he was doing since he was already doing that. And he's able to hit it. Four, seven damage. Damien, you feel the chain that is wrapped around you shatter from Yaito's Firebird, and you are now free. <sighs> he drops to his knees all dramatically. <sighs> and Fuck. Yaito walks over towards Damien, puts a hand on Damien's shoulder. Are you all right, my friend? Oh, that was like a bad BDSM dream. I'm fine, though. A BDS what? Nothing. Let's do this. Edyar is, is unconscious. We need to help him. Oh, yeah. And with Don't that, corrupt, Yaito. As, as that's happening, uh, Avira sends two more of her tiny meteors right next to the other chain that's close to Nomu, and it needs to make a deck save, and it fails. So it will take... Seven milf meteors. Shit. Eleven. Eighteen total damage. The chain next to Nomu shatters from the two meteors, destroying it. Navirus steps forward five feet. And with that, that is the NPCs. Isundra, it is your turn. You see that all the four chains that were animated have been destroyed, but the two chains on the devil are still there, and Ediar is unconscious. What do I do? What will you do? Does anyone else have the ability to heal, or is it just Ediar? It's really just Ediar. Um, I can heal myself, but I have a potion that I can shove in his mouth. Yeah, I only have one left. I have a greater healing potion, too. Someone need to make an artificial uh, full moon. So just make it transform. Artificial. (laughs) Blast a hole in the ceiling. Probably dark now. Blasting a hole in the ceiling. Hmm. Right. I got a grappling hook. We can rappel out of this bitch. <laughs> I only can carry one of you. We might need to. Fuck. Um, I want that Crown Royal box. That's probably that fucking tiara or whatever the shit we need. Um, there's still a chain like on Ediar though, right? No, it's unwrapped itself from Ediar. Ediar is lying on the floor. Without the two chains now. <sighs> I don't know what to do. No, we killed, or yeah, Averis killed that chain. Um, but I feel like if we get Ediar back up and that chain is there, it's probably just going to kill him. That's a yeah? possibility. Okay, so I want to attack the chain, I think, and then we'll get Ediar back up. Does that make sense? Well, the two chains, the two chains are on the chain devil. So yeah, you have to attack the oh. chain on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, just go ahead and tag him. <laughs> yeah. um, He's basically flinging them around. This guy's Doctor Octopus. Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. All right. Um. Let's. <laughs> 
This is probably not going to work. I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to use Toll of the Dead, and it's a wisdom save throw. Okay. <clears throat> What's that do? He has to succeed. He's at a... All right. Because he's hexed, he has a disadvantage, right? That's what uh, he has a disadvantage on dex, not uh, okay. wisdom. Okay. Gotcha. Fuck, I should have lied. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Why did you roll twice? I can hear you. Because he has magic resistance, which he has advantage against spells when he requires a saving throw. That's why I asked if he was, if the hex was giving him advantage, because that would have equaled it out. So, because he has advantage, he's able to make the save. With what? I rolled an 18 and a 20. Oh, fuck me. I don't even think he takes any fucking damage then. It says the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take. So that means he has to yep. succeed. Yep. Fuck me. Fine, I do nothing. <laughs> do you move at all? No, why would I? Okay. It I'm going to start having to have to whip my bow out. The chain devil is now his turn. He didn't even hear my bells. He was like, what? Yep, it totally ignores your It's spell. not even morning. Why is an alarm going on? The off? chain devil, it takes five feet step or five foot step forward, and two of the chains attack Camros to attempt to kill him. And I rolled shit. Both will actually miss Camros. Good. And right. With that, it is Nomu's turn. Um Nomu's hurt as hell, so. He doesn't quite know what he should do, but he's probably going to do it anyway. He's going to waltz up to his back and start slashing with the Righteous Greatsword, righteously. As Nimu charges with the Greatsword for 22, oh, that will shit. hit. Uh, the 22 is actually the daytime. Oh. It's the 12. Damn. I should Talk lie. too much. I, I should start lying, but I can't. <laughs> Shutting um, up ain't lying. It's just shutting up. That will not hit, but however, it is a 22 because he is surrounded and you have advantage. Awesome. Rose is behind him. And then he's going to start um, opening up a can of whoop ass. Five. No, oh. wait a minute. Wait. I have great weapon fighting. I reroll one of those. 1d6. So, four damage. Four damage. <laughs> Extra attack. All right. Righteously. Oh, shit. That will miss. So Nomu swings his greatsword, and he's able to do four damage to the, the chain double, but the second attack is he swings upwards to try and hit it. The chain just blocks the, the greatsword. Well, fellas, it's been real. <laughs> it's All right. been real. Damien, you're up. Our uh, our uh, next characters that we all create are gonna find our bodies here decomposing in this fucking right. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm gonna drink a potion. Gives me two d four plus four. All right. So plus so ten. Okay. So I'm back at nineteen HP. All right. And uh, I'm pissed. I'm running up both weapons. All right. I'm, and I'm swinging. You have the advantage because you have uh, allies within five feet of him. The rapier is for 13. The rapier will not hit, but the short sword of flames kiss hits. Kill him. So you get your attack damage of 13 plus your seven. As the four fire damage goes off, 
you see the fire just does not seem to hurt this thing, which would make sense because it is a devil. But you do 20 damage total. You bitch! The chain devil just glares at Damien as you do so. And it is now Eddiar's turn. He has to make me a death saving throw. No, Lord, I forgot about Eddie. <laughs> Too worried about revenge. Make me a roll a d20 for me, Eddiar, to see if you fail or succeed your first death saving throw. And roll a d20? Yep. Let's see. Oh, oh well. So that's, that's one failure. That is one failure for Eddiar. You what shouldn't have broke roll? Solaris, Isundra. Yeah, what does he have to roll to see if his god is smiling above him and decides to raise him and give him full HP? <laughs> the the chain double. Ryan's like, we're not doing that. It's not working here. Chain double <laughs> speaks up. Your gods and goddesses shall not save you from me. It is the NPC's turn. Camros is going to five foot step towards ADR, but he's still right along the chain devil, and he's going to attempt to stab it with a sneak attack. And he has advantage. He gets it off. Nice. He's able to do his rapier damage with his four D6s. His sneak attack is 10, 12, 15 damage for a sneak attack, with his rapier doing 10 damage. So he's able to do hefty amount of damage to the chain devil. We're really going to have to be nice to him when we're done with this fight. Yaito is his turn. As Yaito makes a move, he has to, uh, the chain devil uses his reaction. Yaito has to make a wisdom saving throw. 30, 30 Yaito fails. I rolled two. So as Yaito begins to move, he sees the chain devil's face begin to shift. It's called unnerving mask. It finally works on somebody. Um, <laughs> as the, the unnerving mask shifts, Yaito begins to see the face of his, his dead lover, uh, Ia, and he sees the face of her, and he is fooled by the unnerving mask, and he becomes frightened by what he sees. And Yaito just, he's unable to move, and he's just staring at the chain devil, completely frightened, unable to move. And so he can't do anything. Averis, however, steps forward, and she attempts to cast a spell. She attempts to cast a necrotic spell that does not go through. It does not harm the chain devil. Isundra, you are up. Isundra is scared. Because she's not very useful. I mean... Eddie is still down, right? Yes. And he failed his first saving throw. Death saving throw. He has two more. Can I get to him and, like, I, I all I can do is just get him up, right? And he gives him, like, one HP. Yes, basically you can heal him if you want. You'd have to you'd have to make a dash towards him, which would take a full action to get to him, because yeah. that doubles your movement speed if you attempt to do that. Why do I have to do that? Oh, do you have thirty-five normal movement speed of thirty-five? Uh huh. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you can get to him then without using. Why are you trying to make me run? Try to make I thought me you jog had a thirty. Trying to make me jog. Yeah. Hey. I'm doing CPR on him. So are you? Get up! Wake up! A potion on him, or what are you doing? Yeah, I should have a greater healing potion in his mouth. Okay, so go ahead and roll for the heal. I don't know what it is. I did not write it down. Greater healing potion is. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, I believe, four D fours plus four. One second. 
Looks like your spellcasting ability modifier. Wait, no, never mind. I'm thinking of my heals. Uh, yeah, plus four. I'm sorry. A greater, a greater healing potion is 44 plus four. Oh my fucking Christ. 12 points. ADR is healed for How four. do I roll that many and get such a low number? They playing. Period. I'm about to write roll 20 in email. Right. <laughs> what is this trash? Okay, I shove it in his mouth. He's like choking on it. But he gets up. Yeah, I shove that potion in his mouth. Right. He chokes on it. Healed for 12 HP. So he's just up, right? But he has to like get up next time. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's conscious. He's, he's still prone. He's laying on the ground. It is now the mm -hmm. monster's turn. You sound quiet, or is that just me? Sorry. What about now? That's okay. much better. Yeah, so Eddyard gets 12 HP. He's conscious, but he's still prone on the ground. It is now the monster's turn. The chain devil looks around and he sees that Eddyard is back up, but he also can tell that. Uh, Nomu is somewhat hurt, and Damien is somewhat hurt. So he sends out two chains at both of you. Two Nomu chains. first he attacks you for 18. Who, me? Yes. Ah! That will hit. Yeah. 12 damage. I'm down. So the chain wraps around Nomu, and it squeezes him until he's unconscious. The second chain attacks Damien for 20. That will hit. What you what do you really just wanna ten damage? Uncanny dodge? So yes. use uncanny dodge it's a bonus to five damage. Half the damage, <laughs> but you are now grappled. Oh my god. Man. Alright, Nomu. With you starting your turn, I need you to make me a death saving throw. Oh boy. Roll D twenty for me. Seven. You oh! fail at the first death saving throw. All right. With that, Damien, you are taking grapple damage at the start of your turn. Seven damage. Mm. You can now attempt to attack the chain devil since you're right next to him with a disadvantage, or you can attempt to escape. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to attack, I guess. All right. So you have a disadvantage, but technically... It would be, you also have an advantage, so that equals out. So go ahead and roll. Because mm -hmm. of your allies being right next to them. Can I use just one weapon, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Can I count my fire damage if I use my short sword? You can count your fire damage, but last time you saw that the fire didn't seem to do much to it. To the chains? Um, yeah. Yes. To the, the devil himself. Oh, I was trying to attack the chains, right? You can attack the chain if you want. But will it burn me? Will that fire do damage to me? Or will it do damage to the chain? It'll do damage to the chain, possibly. You're not sure. Mm. All right. So you attack the chain. Mm-hmm. You're able to hit the chain for nine damage. Six damage, three fire damage. The chain has not destroyed. Does this chain have higher AC than Nomu? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm so sick, and Nomu's down. Yep. So you do your damage to the chain, but that's all you can do. Eddie R, you're you're conscious with 12 HP, but you're lying there. You see that Nomu is down, and Damien is grappled. Isundra's next to you, and Camros is right behind the Chain Devil. You're, you're, it's your turn. You have 12 HP. 
Yeah. So I guess spend half my speed to get up. Okay. And then is he still in front of me? He moved full away. I'll use guiding bolts. All right. So go ahead and. Uh, or not guiding bolt. Uh, or sacred flame. Uh, okay. That's a deck saving throw. All right. Let me make that. All right, so I got a 22 because he has advantage on that. Okay, you pass and nothing happens. All right. Do you still move? Uh, now to stay back there. All right. It is now the NPC's turn. Yaito is still frightened until the end of this turn, so he can't do anything. Averis will attempt to cast another spell, and she unfortunately does not be able to do it with that roll. Camros, though, he's going to continue to try attack. Oh, he rolled a natural one. So oh, no. He's not able to do anything. And he does get a second attack, though, and that still misses. Isundra, you're next. This is scary. So no, is Nomu down down still? Yes, Nomu's down down. All right. I'm a, well, I don't want to run that way because that's where he's at. <laughs> I'm going to take a long way around to Nomu. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to get him up, and I'm going to shove a potion in his mouth. All right. Oh, man. What? Is that not good? You don't like that? <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> you don't like when I shove potions in your mouth? I don't understand. 2D. What is that? 2D what? 2D... 2d4 plus 4 if it's a normal potion. It's a 4d4 plus... Is it plus 4 or plus 2? 4. It's is it a normal good. potion or a greater potion? No, it's a normal. Okay, so it's 2d4 plus 2 then. For 7 awesome. HP. Now moves back up for 7 HP. Oh boy. Thank you. Alright. Ah, no, I rub his belly real quick. <laughs> he can't stop you. It is now the monster's turn. The chain devil uh, has one chain wrapped around Damien and can see that Nomu's slowly waking up and as soon as right there, as well as Camros. The chain <laughs> devil takes its second chain and it swings behind it to try attack Camros. It's getting tired of Camros's backstabs and he's able to hit it. He Camros rolled a one last time. He's been a nice guy. Yeah. Camros takes 11 damage. All right, so Nomu, you're next. Uh, Nomu is just laying on his back and he draws a sigil in front of him of warding <laughs> and he's going to use blade ward. Like right. in your own blood or? Blade ward. So I'm just going to be resistant to uh, damage right. a little bit. Damien, you will be taking damage at the start of your turn. You will be taking six damage. Tends to be shocked. Damn it. Okay. You're still grappled. Okay. I'm going to try to bust out like Hulk Hogan, brother. Right. Minus the racism. Your uh, athletics check. Oh, athletics? Yeah, okay. strength. Shit, this shit don't matter. All right, so you have a 12. Damien tries to Hulk out of the chain, but is just almost as able to do it, but is not able to. You're still grappled. His nipples are raw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else for this bonus action? 
Of Frank course. Said, Master right. of Tactics is basically all I can do from here. All right. So I'm going to give that to Isundra. So you'll have advantage. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you are. You're next. So I'm up. Yep. Uh, going to sit my stuff back here and stay out of danger and cast Sacred Flame again. All right. So it has to make a saving throw. It failed. All right. So. Let me roll the damage. For eight. All right. So the sacred flame burns in the chain devil for eight damage, and the chain devil begins to grunt out in pain. And with that, uh, doing anything else? Or are you staying there? Uh, let me, I'm going to heal him a little bit. Okay. What's he, what's he at? He has seven HP. Okay, one last spell. They don't want to save it. That one last spell? Yeah. Eh, sure, I'll save it. <laughs> All right. NPC's turn then. All right, Yaito is able to snap out of it, and he he glares over at the Chain Devil, and he is going to attempt to cast a spell, and I just rolled a one. He's not able to do it. <laughs> Camros. He should fall on his face. Was that natural? <laughs> Camros <laughs> swings his rapier. Advantage for 12. He's able to hit. And Camaros does 1d8 plus 4d6 sneak attack. He's able to do 9 damage with the rapier. And his sneak attack does 5, 9, 15 damage with his sneak attack. Camaros pierces the chain devil down through the back of his spine, doing major damage to it. The chain devil hisses out in pain, not just yet dead, but Averis casts a spell and she's able to do it this time. She does necrotic damage of six. And as she does the necrotic damage, she swings her hand forward and she mumbles to herself, I grow tired of you, die. And as she says die, the chain devil's face begins to burn and it's beginning to melt. But as it's doing that, it is it seems to be on its last leg. Isundra, you're up. Okay. Um real talk though, real quick. Your keyboard, I thought it said BLT. And I was like, the fuck's the BLT key do? It's alt. <laughs> BLT. <laughs> Sorry. The A looks like a B. All right. Anyways. Elders Blast. I have advantage. Oh, it doesn't matter. I will hit. Regardless of advantage or not. Oh, why do I roll a one? You have hex on him, though. That's right. Slash. Is it a 1d8 or 1d12? I don't remember. Could be an either. It is a 1d6, so it was none of the things I said. For six. So 12 total damage. All right. So as Isundra casts Eldritch Blast, the hex goes off as well. How does Isundra kill the chain devil? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> the, are there any chains left? The two chains that it's holding, one's wrapped around Damien. Eldritch Blast, uh, Eldritch Blast takes the one chain, or whatever, the chains, the chains come back, because I said so, um, 
take the chains and they they spiral up him and they choke him out and then uh, Eldritch Blast comes out of his eyeballs and his face melts. The chain devil drops to its knees and it drops to the floor and as it's dying it says or it mummers to itself the raging fire lives and will return. I say the fire's out bro. (laughs) As the chain devil dies its body begins to dissolve into acid as it melts and it is dead. It's dead dead. It's dead dead. Yeah. And Gamros is breathing heavily. Whew. That was a tough bastard. That was a close one. Was everyone all right? Camomile, uh, help me up. Camros walks over to Nomu and holds a hand down. He grabs it. And he pulls it. <sighs> does does Camomile get his belly real quick? What? Does he get his belly real quick? No. He don't want my belly. belly. He did. He asked. <laughs> yes, he asks if he's allowed. He doesn't take it. Oh, that's true. So you should always make sure you have consent. Eastern Journey needs to work on that. Avirus walks forward past everyone, kind of ignoring everyone, and she walks to that stone table that was behind <laughs> the chain devil with the purple cloth on it. And she looks down at the purple cloth with the items and the candles standing there. And she looks down and she goes, interesting. And she places her hand down onto the table and on the table, she pulls off a scroll. And as she pulls the scroll off, a ring falls from the scroll onto the table. Is that the thing? Wait, I thought we needed a circlet. It was a oh, ring. We need a ring. And Averis looks down at the ring. This might be the ring that you're looking for. But I am more interested in this. And she opens up the scroll. And she opens it. She begins to look at the words that are inscribed in the scroll. It is all in infernal. And her eyes kind of widen as she's reading the scroll. Interesting. This are you okay? Here. I'm all right, but... The language on this scroll written is infernal as well. It is the exact location of where Xandos, the raging fire, fell in the Greythorn Forest. And it states that there is an illusionary spell that hides his body. We must go and inspect this area. Or at least I must do so. I have gotten what I've come for. I say we leave these ruins while we still can. Wait a minute. I need to see what's in the Crown Royal box. <laughs> All right. You go to look at what's in there. Damien's nipples are still pounding. It's in <laughs> times. <laughs> I'm opening it. So you open the small box. This was all for you, box. As you open the small box, there is another scroll inside of it. Man. It's a dumb piece of paper. You get what you want? No. <laughs> what does this say? Is he hands it to Averis. Averis takes the scroll and she opens it. She begins to read. It is a spell imbued in this scroll. One of invisibility. Give it back. Okay. It Damn. Is- Damien stuffs it in his cape. Well then. 
But did you not hear what I just said? What I just read? It gives us the coordinates, the location of where the great Zandos fell during his battle against Armas and Solaris. This could potentially be groundbreaking information. If we can stumble upon his corpse, if he is dead, that is, this might shed... This, this can change history itself. What if he's not dead and just sleeping? Then that is something we must know, is it not? That if is true. the dragon lord Zandos himself is still alive, we must know. This is valuable information. The dragon lord, the legendary dragon lord Zandos can still be alive with us today. And if he is, we must slay him. He is a danger to all mortals. He follows Tiamat, does he not? The cleric would, I assume, agree with us. The dragon lord goes against the gods and goddesses. But Can we really fight a dragon? No. If you no, can't even fight not. a mind flyer, how are we supposed but to I fight But I believe the if he is alive, he won't be there anymore, correct? So his corpse will either be there or it won't. That's what we need to verify. But that ring, there's a ring right here. Is that what you're looking for? I believe so. We should probably get this to its proper owner. Hmm. I say we leave these ruins and head back towards Port Windrock. What do you say? Is there anything in the mush of this dead guy that we can take? Just the The acid? Chains, basically. There's no, like, nothing? Wow. He's melted. Okay. Was this a posted one through the guild? Did we need to bring anything back to prove we didn't? No, you came to this the ruins for him. the ring yeah. because the yeah. reaver asked for you to uh, obtain it. Yep. Okay. They just happened to... This happens to be the only ring that you come across, though, so far. Mm. Is it pretty? The ring itself is a silver ring in... If you look into it, or inscribed is some runes, you can't really read it. No. It's hard and difficult to read that, and you can't read the language it's in. Okay. But with that, the rest of the room seems to be empty, and we will go ahead and end our session there of Taverns and Caverns. My wife's going to think I stepped out. I mean, look at my nipples. They're huge. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> They've been squeezed by metal. You got pepperoni nips. Look, I have inflammatory skin. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> you should just be um, Desiree then instead. Yeah, why aren't you Desiree? You, you forgot the wig, didn't you? That would have crushed a rice bra. Complete waste. I'm glad I did what I did. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to hit stop. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master, Ryan, at HaphazardDM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at blaze underscore nbk on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just blaze nbk, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at jwplay0 on Twitter or jwplay0 on YouTube. 
I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and bone, that's all I thought about. <laughs> that's our players. Again, thank you for listening, and you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool, and that's it. See you guys next time. All right. Yeah.